welcome to episode 11 of West End Talks. Tonight we have the pleasure of talking to Martin Callahan. Hello. Hi Martin. So some of you will know Martin from being Golden Buzzer Act in Portugal's Got Talent this year. We'll come to that and we'll talk about that a bit more later. Also as Oscar Shapiro in the UK tour and West End run of Curtains. Uh, Mr Keeney in Funny Girl. Uh, alongside Sheridan Smith and small film that you were in uh, when you played Asha in the, the Joseph, the Ronnie Osmond Joseph film, yeah. uh, which again we'll come to later. But welcome, Martin. Thank you for joining thank, us today. Thank you. Thank you for asking me. No, no, it's a pleasure here. having you in. So, so we'll get started as we normally do. I'm sure that the viewers at home will know what the, the first question is. I ask it every time. So oh. it's just basically, how do you get into performing arts? How did you get into it? Um, well, I, I studied in Manchester. Uh, a place called the Abraham Moss Centre, and then uh, a, a short course at the Royal Northern for musical theatre. Uh, and, uh, but then nothing happened. I kind of was like, yay, I'm not really doing anything. And I was, I was doing like, you know, kids shows and stuff like that. And I did a, a, a tour of a pantomime, which was hell on earth, but I still did it. And I was there, I was an ugly sister. And uh, of course, what the hell else am I going to be? And uh, and then I I I, re- I was really drunk one night, as you do. Yeah. And I was working at the Palace Theatre in Manchester as an usher, and I was really really drunk at the press club, which I think is still there actually. Not not sure, but I think it's still there. And um, I got so drunk that everybody kept saying, "Do karaoke?" And I went, "No, no." And I was so drunk, I went, "Yeah, come on, then. Ah. Oh, let's go." I've all done that. <laughs> this is summertime. And, and I sang summertime because there was a band as well. That was the best bit. It was like live karaoke. So there was a band. And, uh, and then one of the people who was in chess at the opera house said, can, can you do that like when you're sober? <laughs> I was like, yeah. What? And uh, they gave me the number and said, ring that in the morning um, and you'll get an audition for the next. Uh, tour of, of 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 chess, and that's kind of how I got in the business, getting rat assed. And I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. I was about to say let's let's not recommend that to these students. No, <laughs> no, no, it's a bad thing. Don't don't do it. Drinking's bad. <laughs> Actually, I gave up. I gave up twenty years ago. I have not not a, touched a drop for twenty years. So if anybody's got any chardonnay, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I haven't, seriously, I haven't touched a drop for 20 years. Well done, after a while, no, that's good. After, after a while, I just got, I can need to stop doing this. So I stopped drinking. It was, it was much better for me. Much better for me, it's the hangovers. I don't do the hangovers. Yeah. No. Nobody really does, but that's, it's not worth it. Yeah. So that's how I got in the business, by that's getting it. rat arsed and, 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 and being a prat and going, I'm pretty sure it sounded like that as well. So God knows what this woman was thinking. God bless her. We've but, all yeah. we've all done karaoke drunk, I'm sure. Well, not as all, but anybody that's legal age has done. Yeah. I'm sure has <laughs> done uh, karaoke drunk. Uh, I know I've had my fair share. It's the only way you'll get me singing. Um, I still sound as bad, but I don't <laughs> sing. I'm not a performer. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Because uh, the, the other question was what was your first production, but you can answer that with Chase. Yeah. Um, so you can answer that in the, the other questions. So that's fine. Um, so from now on, we do not hold responsibility for these questions. These are all from oh. your fans of either the shows that you've done or yourself. Okay. Um, the first one, uh, can I, it's quite good to start because it's the last thing you did kind of before lockdown. Um, not it's the last thing you did, but the last big thing that, that came out before lockdown. And it's, so it's a question from Will. And it's, how did, how did Portugal's Got Talent come about? And also, why not Britain's Got Talent? Um, well, I lived in Portugal for two years teaching, and uh, and so when they got sort of in touch, that you know we were like, should we, shouldn't we? And uh, and really, it was kind of Will that made me sort of see sense. Will, my husband, not Will, the questioner. Uh, <laughs> oh, could be the same. Uh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> uh, uh, um, and he said look do it this this could be good and I just thought well okay and and so I so I did I I fully just to be brutally honest I kind of fully expected them to to just sort of go oh 
great voice, but you know, you're old and fat, so bye. Uh, and, 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 you know, and, uh, and no, I didn't. I got the golden buzzer. And you can see that you can kind of see the shock on my face, which is uh, it's still on YouTube for all, all its glory. And it's, oh, it's embarrassing. But I mean, it's not embarrassing as in like, oh, I wish that had never happened. But it's embarrassing to see that many chins, to be really honest. Oh, yeah, God, just don't worry, man. Oh, the, moment, the, moment I, the moment I start crying, immediately I go, ah, and there it is. It's about 1,500 chins, as there was just then. That was I know how you feel, don't worry. Yeah. I just, this is why I have a beard. It covers the chins. Maybe I should start growing mine then. Mm. Well, you know, it's nice. I enjoy mine. It keeps me warm. Uh, but the reason why not, not Britain's Got Talent is practically because of that. Because I did think to myself, I think they'd probably just say, nice voice, but what? That's why. I, I don't have much confidence in myself, uh, if, which is basically all that I was saying while I was at Portugal's Got Talent, but in Portuguese. <laughs> so, yeah. So that, yeah. Yeah, because I've seen, I've seen the edition. I watched the edition on YouTube. Um, and obviously, at the moment, it has, you've been given a bye to next year, haven't you? So they're, yeah. they're doing this, oh. the, the, it's not a bye, but you know what I mean? They're, they're doing the series next year rather than this yeah. year. Well, I mean, they are, they are still doing the series. And, but the problem is, of course, is with social distancing and because Portugal has basically said, look, if anybody comes into the country, they have to um, uh, quarantine for like 14 days. And when we get back here, we'd have to quarantine 14 days. We just couldn't do it. So basically, I'd have to take time off work of my very uh, demanding role of cashier number 17 at Tesco, Watford, extra, do come. Uh, uh, so I'd have to take time off work and it'd be, I'd be there for two weeks. Then I could do the show. Then I have to come back here for two. I couldn't, you know, it just, it wasn't, it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, Plus, that's, not, that's a mind thing. You've not even done the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's before you've even done the well, Not a mind before well, you've they done the said, they just, They've said to, there's about nine acts that just couldn't for what we, you know, if they were out of the country or um, they were dance acts that, you know, obviously there's lots of contact, which just can't happen at the moment. So they said, um, you can all come back next year. So next year is, is the year, hopefully, which would. So it will be, it will actually be the next series then? Yes. So right. yeah, they're uh, not so doing the, I thought the way, the way I read it is they were doing the full series next year. No, they, they basically, they've, they've said, you can do, you can do, uh, you can come on to this, you're literally straight through to the semi-finals next year. So rather than uh, this year, it will now be next year, which is fine, you know, it, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's, it's nerve wracking, to be honest. I, I it, it it does when I think about it, it really makes me go, because uh, it's yeah, it's weird. I just think about it like you see these people getting a golden buzzer, and then and you think, oh, wow, and then and then you happen to see yourself, and you kind of go, this is unreal. And I remember at first in my mind, the the the, the confetti didn't start to come down, so I thought they were joking, I, which is you can actually see my hands. In fact, if it, yes, exactly, see my hands there. They are out stretched because I'm thinking, where's the confetti? <laughs> and that's what happened. There we go. So what we'll do for the viewers at home is once this video is up on YouTube, we will also will share the 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 Brent's, the Brent's got talent. I keep going to say Brent's got talent. Portugal's got talent video uh, on our, our Twitter and, and social media so that people can see it. Um, so that uh, I certainly watched it. Um, as soon as I heard you were on the Portugal's talent I'm like oh we'll go and, we'll go and check him out um, so that's, that's a great achievement like even just to get on the show is, is a great achievement but to be at a golden buzzer is just so we will certainly tune in next year um, please do we'll try and find a way anyway I don't know how we'll get Portugal's got talent but we'll, I'm sure the video will go on YouTube and stuff you, video will go on YouTube but you actually bizarrely I don't know why but you can actually tune in live to watch any of their programmes on, on uh, yeah, on uh, it's rtp.pt. Well, well, we will oh, yeah. share it when 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 you're on. We will share it, <laughs> uh, which will be next year. So that's great. So moving on, uh, I think we, we do slightly come back to Portugal's talent later on. Um, Rebecca asks, "What is it like?" So she's gone further back in your career slightly, oh. uh, not not that far. But what is it like performing on the Palladium stage? Oh, it's 
you know what? It's amazing. I'm actually quite pleased that they use because you know that they're using it as the um, sort of testing ground for the yeah. for the rest. I, I, I can understand why because it's one of those theaters. It's it's about to swear. I didn't. Thankfully, well done me. It's huge. It's a massive theater, and yet when you're on stage, it feels like people are here. It's it's the massive. But it honestly feels like you've got people just like sat next to you. It's beautiful. And I'm glad that they're using that one because it, I think of all the theatres to get in the West End back up and running, it should be that one. First it's the most iconic, isn't it? It's, Absolutely. It's you, I mean, you think London West End, you think Palladium. You, you, literally anybody in the world, if you say, oh, I've performed at the Palladium, they go, oh, you know, because they all, everybody out, even out of the country knows the Palladium. And it is, it's, it's, it's a stunning theatre. It's beautiful architecture. Uh, it's a Matcham. He he uh, helped design it. Um, and it, yeah, like I say, it's just beautiful to, to have the, the audience feel so close to you, even though there's so many of them. It's amazing. Also, it's, it's iconic with the, the performers that have been there before. Like, and even just like, off the top of my head, Bruce Forsyth, Des O'Connor, obviously Des O'Connor was in your yeah. production. Yeah. He was with you, but he's performed himself as well. You've obviously got the Royal Variety that's been there numerous yeah. times. It, it's just an iconic venue. So it's absolutely. Um, as I say, I'm not a performer, but I would love to do something on the podium stage. You know, it's just a to stand there and look out. <laughs> oh, to be to be honest, and you guys won't remember this, then I am really showing my age now. But there used to be this thing called Sunday night. Uh, no, the Sunday night at the London Palladium, yeah. which uh, was uh, Brucey used to present it. And right at the very end, because the Palladium had this amazing um, double uh, revolve. So the inner section could go a different way and the outer section could go a, a different way. And they used to have like these things called the Tiller Girls in headdresses, desperate to be one of them, seriously, desperate <laughs> to be one of them. And they had these headdresses and they'd stand there like that. And then they'd go around one way and then the word Palladium would go around the other way. And, and I, literally, it's all I ever wanted to do. It's all I ever wanted to do was stand on a revolve. And the first moment I got on there, I was like, where's the revolve? Show me the revolve. Oh, I was on the revolve and I went, da, 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 Loved it. I literally had lived my childhood dream. I can go home now, thanks. Forget about the lion. Forget about the lion. Just let me do that and I'll go home. Yeah, brilliant. Loved it. Don't pay me money, just pay me that once a day. That's fine. Exactly. That once a day. That's all I need. Take me around the yellow bit road. <laughs> so obviously that was um, the, the, the iconic version of Wizard of Oz because that had the search before it, um, which we come to, to, we do come to that later, um, a bit more about the search for, for Dorothy. Oh, yes. um, so we'll come into that. But Simon asks, um, a question about again another production you've done. Um, one of the ones actually we mentioned at the start, and he asks, "What was it like to work with Sheridan in that production?" Okay, that, why does everybody go that production? Here, well, here's the thing. That production was obviously the, the the infamous production in the West End. Whereas it's, if you see, I mean, the tour was a bit of a dream, really. It really was. I mean, it was just. I mean, we never had any hiccups. We never had any problems. We all just got on. We all we all knew we were there to do a job. You know, we were all like, "Look, this is this is a job." I, I loved Sheridan. I, I I think she's brilliant. I really do. I mean, this to me, there's nobody else in this country that can act as well as she does on stage, TV, musical theatre. It's 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 really quite scary. It's like she's. It's it's like how does she do it? I did say to her one day. I just want you to sit me down and share your process with me. And I just uh, yeah, I was like, please teach me. Yeah. Uh, but she's because uh, I just think she's absolutely amazing. And we had a, actually we had a ball. We had a really good time on that show. I mean, it so was, I went the tour. Yeah, I mean it was a tough tour because we were moving every single week, and also because Sheridan was only doing certain venues. So we had Tash come in to do other venues. So it was like swap change, swap change, swap change. Um, but that was because of the producers had put a lot more dates in than they said they were going to do, and Sheridan couldn't do a lot of them. So it was it was it was an interesting tour, but but there was no like I mean it wasn't like as everybody says like the infamous. It was great. I had a really good time. 
She loves Maltesers. I love Maltesers. I'm going to get on with anybody who loves Maltesers. <laughs> yeah, I love Maltesers. I would share yeah. but I don't have any at the moment. Oh, um, don't, don't share. No, no, no. This whole share. This is you didn't get is a share pack. No way. Get that out. Oh, Who's mine are from my hat there, man. Oh. <laughs> mine are from my hat. Um, so, so Joe asks, uh, she saw a video of you uh, oh. and she heard that she don't like stairs. Is that correct? It's true. I have a real fear of being on stairs, on stage, on stage. Stairs, look, I've got one behind me. You don't see me running away from it. But when I'm on stage, I do. It's because it's like, you'd be surprised when you're on stage and you're on stairs and then you see the pit and then you see the audience. It's, it's high up. I can imagine, yeah, because you're high on the stage anyway, so. Yeah, so it's, it's a bit like, <laughs> and suddenly... <laughs> Suddenly, you kind of forget what your feet should be doing, and then the next minute, you're on the floor. So, and I fall over a lot. So, I've fallen over way more often than any man should have done on stage. So, I, I really have to watch out for myself. So, yeah, I always try and get it written into my contract. Mr. Callahan does not do stairs, but you know. Sometimes <laughs> it doesn't work, you know, it doesn't work. Yeah, there. get up there. Okay, you talk yourself in the third person. Mr. Callahan doesn't do stairs. Sorry. Excellent. I just don't do it. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a scream, I can feel it. Uh, Bob, uh, he asks, if you had to be in lockdown with one of the characters that you have played, who would you pick and why? Amos. Right. Why? Amos. Well, one, you probably wouldn't notice he was there. But as the character, uh, for me, uh, it was one of the favourites that I've played. I just thought he was... Yeah, I just thought he was great. He was just such a great character to play. You know, he had no guile. He had no um, edge to him. He just was who he was and, you know, tried to get on with his life and thought he was in this amazing relationship and he wasn't. And it was like, oh, bless him. So, yeah, I think it would be Amos. I think, you know. It's yeah. a good answer. Should he be happy with that? Amos one? from Chicago, obviously. Yes, yeah, just in case anybody. Amos from some other show. <laughs> Just in case I had to get some extra stuff, yeah, that's good. Uh, so, Harriet, she asks, what's the hardest thing about performing for you, not in general? The weight. I know that sounds a bit weird, but for me, it's the weight. I love performing. I feel very much at home on stage, which sounds a bit egotistical. You see it, though. Really, Definitely. It? You I, see I it when you perform. I feel it. I just feel there. I'm like, oh, this is done. Yeah, I feel comfortable. It, for me, it's the wait. It's that half hour beforehand whenever we have to get ready. That's the bit. And it's, I don't think it's like, oh, I just want to be on stage. It's not that. It's just like, oh, I've got to get through this bit. Then I can do the fun bit. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 I think every actor should always feel a little bit like they're still 11, you know, so that they can play and have fun on stage. And, and, if, you're, and if you get the right people to work opposite, you're going to get that. And, in, and I have to say, Jason, Carly, Ore, and uh, certainly young Miss Becky Locke are very much <laughs> into playing on stage. Sometimes slightly to the detriment of the show, but I would say on the whole, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah, I think no, so it's you, that uh, you certainly saw it. Yeah. I it, saw it a that... few times in the West End. Oh, yeah. Oh, you saw it a few times? Oh, I saw it a few times in the West End, yes. Ah. Oh, I was Including there for the open night, closing night, and a few others in between. Oh, I was not on a night. No, you weren't, no. I was in, I was in Disneyland Paris. Anyway, okay. Um, but no, I was, <laughs> I saw, I think it was about a week, maybe a week, a week and a half after I saw you for the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after opening, so yeah, so it was, it was great fun. It's, oh, it's okay. a great musical. We, we do touch on it later, but yeah, it's a great musical. You saw the connection between the, the, the five of you, or the whole cast, yeah. especially like the five main ones. You saw the, 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 the connection and... Yeah. Um, I had some some good names, some good British like forget oh, the okay Jason Manford was in it and, and Carly Stenson and everything, but I'm talking like the, the ensemble and stuff as well. We had some really good Yeah, I mean cats. I mean I know that people can see this picture behind you. I mean if you could only just focus it I mean if you could actually focus in on who's actually there, you I mean you see sort of like I mean there's Alan Burkett there, there's Emma Marie Caffrey, there's gorgeous Samuel Holmes. Becky Locke. I mean, it's just it's, uh, um, Adam. Oh, it's Adam Reese as well. Adam Reese Charles there. 
Uh, I mean, it's just it's so. It was an amazing cast. It really was. I know we're going to talk about this later, but to pay tribute to them, it was an amazing cast because I'd been in Portugal. So this is the first thing that I did when I got back from Portugal. So it was like, uh, just to be there with that amount of like really talented people was fantastic. Because it was the first. That's the first time it's really been done in the UK, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, there's been a lot of amateur productions because it's been up for uh, amateur production for since it was on Broadway, I think. It's been a lot of years. It's been a long time anyway. But this is the first professional production of it. So, yeah. Great. And Paul Foster's an amazing director. Paul Foster just can make... Paul Foster has so many references that I just go, ah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because it's like it's like he's slightly younger than me, I think. But everything he says, I'm just like, I know exactly what you mean, and it's great. Because yeah. then you just go with it. He's great. He's great. No, it was it was definitely it was great. Um, so so Frederico uh, is a fan of yours. Oh. He lives in Lisbon. Ah, Lisbon. Uh, Oi. Oi. Hola, tudo bem? Ótimo. Yeah, okay. Hi. <laughs> speak Portuguese. Uh, so yeah, you're getting this question in English. I'm sorry. Uh, he lives in Lisbon and he's asking, is there any plans for a tour in Portugal after lockdown? Oh, well, not, uh, well, I mean, not me personally yet. I mean, the thing is, I think what I need to do is get a little tiny bit more sort of famous, if that's the word, or, or at least notoriety is probably a better word. Notoriety or infamous. <laughs> uh, but because, oh, but, yeah, infamous I mean, always bad things. Well, you know, but yeah, well, uh, <laughs> you've seen my performances. Uh, it's, it, it's yes, maybe. It, it's again, it's not really. I can't really say at this moment. The one thing I know I will be over to do soon is workshops uh, in in Portugal because that's you know I'm used to teaching. I'm a very good teacher. Even well, if I do say so myself, uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, so. Exactly. I, I've learned some of that styling. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I'll be able to do some workshops in, in Lisbon and Porto, but uh, touring, not just yet, at least. Maybe, ne- after, maybe next year. Possibly exactly. after Portugal's Hotel. Exactly. After maybe. Yes, yes. There we go. So, Federico, if you're, if you're uh, watching, which I'm sure you will because you've put a question in, um, but if, if you're a performer, then by all means, watch out for these for Martin's workshops um, they'll be coming soon after lockdown um, and yeah. you don't have to, to do two workshops and do two weeks in, in lockdown before that yeah. <laughs> so so Rick he wants to know he, we're, we're going to a, a small film that you were in Can I, he wants to know what's it like being part of musical film history if, if, are we talking about Joseph Fun enough, yes, we're talking about <laughs> um, Do you know what? At the time, you've no idea what, what's going to happen. You really don't. You've no idea what, what it's going to be like. Oh, the, oh, Lord. Oh, oh, no. Uh, we'll, we'll come to that in a minute. Just, just Maria Friedman. Maria, Maria directed in, in uh, Merrily Roll Long as well. So yes. I've worked with her quite a few times. She's fabulous. God, she's amazing. She's amazing at everything. Sings amazingly. She acts amazingly. She directs amazingly. It's like, oh, why give us all a chance? Um, she's she's brilliant. Um, did we think it? Because at the time, you can't really say to yourself, "Well, this is history." You know, you you don't see it as that. It, we were there like from uh, five a.m. until six o'clock at night every day. You know, doing this, and I mean, like routines. If you ever watch um, Go 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 Joseph. Uh, there was a point where I was so tired that I was falling asleep in between takes uh, on the floor. And there was once when they, <laughs> they actually rolled out speakers around my head because I was like, <laughs> they woke me up with the back with the backing track. Went, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm not here. Sorry. But uh, so, yeah. So maybe you so should have played that part then. You should have played Jacob. He slept oh, a lot. God, yeah. That would have been great, actually. Having a chair all the time. Lovely. But, uh, yeah, but no, but it was, it was an interesting... But you don't... So you don't really think of it as history. It, it, you know, I mean, it's, as for me, it's like, oh, wow, that people think of it so, so fondly. Because, uh, especially at the time when it came out, everybody hated it. 
when it first came out, everyone went, eh, this is rubbish. But that's fine, nice. you know. Now it's, now it's like, oh my God, oh my God. And, you know, I had people ringing me up going, you're on YouTube. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah, for, from, from the commercial. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it was, you know, they did the, it was the first one of um, the sure. show must go on. Which was which was really lovely, you know, that they would do that. I think it's brilliant. I think I, I think all, everybody that has been the National Theatre, the show must go on, and they're still continuing putting live theatre on the internet for everybody to watch. It's brilliant, you know, it's fantastic. But uh, yeah, it was. It was it, it, to me. It's not history. It, to me, it's not. I'm just actually looking at my picture now and looking at the, the face on that. What the hell? This is Can my, I, right here, just behind me, yeah. You can't tell because obviously thinner and no beard can i tell you a little bit of something about the makeup yeah of course you can yeah well we're going yeah okay can you notice that all the other brothers look at least somewhat brown okay you can see that they look look tan yeah well i'm i'm so blue white pale yeah that they had to paint me gray first (laughs) and then put a brown colorant on me which still didn't work and now i just look gray it's 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 weird, and all the topless shots. Oh, no one wants to see that. So yeah, oh yeah. So there you go, Gray the Gray brother. You're lucky I didn't find any topless shots, man. Oh please don't. No one wants to see I that. Don't Nobody. Didn't find any. <laughs> oh. Well, they're somewhere, but I didn't find any. It's not um, so so Alex wants to know: Are you still in contact with anyone from the film? Oh, absolutely, uh, Patrick. Uh, I'm just looking what, at what uh, I'm just literally looking at Patrick, who is right here on the on the right of your head. No other side. Yes, Patrick. <laughs> Nick, who is right behind you. Maria, obviously. Uh, Pete Chalice. Uh, David, who's right next to my head. On yes, on that side. Yes, yes. And and Jeff and Sean. Yeah. The mole one was. <laughs> yeah. With Mr. Osmond, no. Sorry, who? Mr. Osmond, Tony Osmond. No, no, no. We lost contact, unfortunately. You don't have coffee with him quite often, no. No, me and Joan maybe often. You know, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the stars of the film. Here. Exactly. Yeah. We were there. We were there all day, every single day for the filming of that. Literally, because because we were we are we were in everything. You know, we are we are the ensemble, but. We were in everything, and so yeah. we were there every single day. It took about three to four months to get it all done. I think was filming, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah, it was knackering. I can imagine. I wish I'd lost weight during it, but I didn't. <laughs> That's what happens when you've got when you've got donuts on a shelf just out of camera shot. In fact, actually, there's one camera shot where you can actually see me just looking over. Everyone else is looking at the camera. I'm over there like that. Oh, right. oh I'm going there. <laughs> They haven't finished because I'm going that way. Yeah. <laughs> so no, were the kids know. actually school kids or were they just actors? Like, did you actually get a, a school oh, in? Yeah. Oh yeah, they were, they, they were actors. They were like Sylvia Youngs and Italia Conti. In fact, in, fa- <laughs> in fact, first day of uh, uh, rehearsal for uh, Stephen Ward, or as I like to call it, the critic's choice, Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 sat in the green room of uh, Jerwood space, and uh, Ricardo came came up to me and he went, um, "Do you remember when we did Joseph together?" And I'm looking at this fully grown man thinking, "We never did Joseph together." And I'm thinking, "What on earth is this man talking about?" He's going, "We did Joseph together." I'm like, and I'm just looking and going, and I, and I want I want to go, nah, man, you're talking, no, 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 no. And he went, I was one of the kids. I was just like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God. Yeah, so, so there you I'm go. Old. You just think, oh, okay, I've gone past that point now where I can pretend anymore. So. I think I was, I was almost 10 when it came out. I remember it coming out. It was Goodbye. 1999, wasn't it? It was 1999. It was, 99. I was, I was 10. I'm not quite 10, I was almost. Uh, so, yeah, so um, it was obviously a great film. It is, now, it is now musical theatre history. Like, without a doubt, it's musical well, theatre history. Like, well, that, no matter whether to be honest, that's lovely to hear. It's really lovely to hear because 
it, it never started out that way, but it's really lovely to hear. Thank you. And certainly the, the critics initially, the, when you listen back, when you read back on the, 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 the reviews of it initially, it, it wasn't very kind to it, but it certainly uh, will. You think, Joseph, you automatically think this version? Yeah. Unless you think this version or you think your first one you saw. The other two yeah. that you always think, for Joseph. Yeah, exactly. Um, but everybody knows this one. Whether you've actually seen, because my, my, my father's not a, a musical lover, but he's seen this. All right, because okay. it's iconic. It's, it's a film rather than a, yeah. a going to the theatre. He doesn't yeah. see this as a musical. But he's definitely seen that. And my mum's a Johnny Osmond fan. Uh, so she, he's been inflicted quite a few times. Uh, <laughs> That's the difference. So he said, well, we'll remove that from you for you so you don't get scared. Thank God. <laughs> so, so going on, back, back to, slightly back to where you were, we obviously talked about the Palladium. Uh, and back in 2012, you were the line, cowardly line. Yeah. You don't seem very cowardly, but you, you played the cowardly line. Yeah. <laughs> I say seemed, I say seemed, <laughs> seemed currently, um, but you, you were lying in Wizard of Oz, um, was there any pressure on you and the cast, because obviously it did have the search, so it had a lot of attention on that production, was there a lot of pressure on you guys to make it a success? Oh, absolutely, I mean, thankfully I came in like halfway through, so it, the pressure was off for me, but also because... It, the pressure was put on me during rehearsals because our director and the guy who wrote it, lovely Jeremy Sams, said, um, you know that I wrote this part for you? And I was like, uh? he said, he said, I've rewritten it with you in mind. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> and then I was just like, oh God, I need to make this work then, don't I? Because I mean, yeah, because it's all, it's all well and good. Like you, you know, you do a part badly that you think, well, it wasn't written for me. But if it's actually written for you, you think, oh my God, that, that's a lot of pressure. So that was put on me. So that was, that was, that was hard. You had I mean, your own pressure. Yeah. You know, he, he said there were certain elements of your character that I wanted to bring into this role, even though you weren't able to do it in the original. I wanted you to, you know, I wanted to bring you into this part and I was like oh okay so basically there's just lots of uh, references about things like being gay and stuff like that like uh, I'm I'm very proud to be a friend of Dorothy I was like oh come on <laughs> for those youngsters out there who don't know what that means that's code word for gay gay so, <laughs> gay. so um so yeah so that was fun yeah so so this is Mark, sorry, Mark asked this question, but he also kind of finished it off with, do you think the TV searches work? Now, we're not, no. we're not looking at insulting or, or talking about Danielle or, or Sophie. We're not looking for that. It's just the TV searches in particular, I think, is what you're looking at. I think they do. I mean, if you look at the landscape of musical theatre kind of now, I mean, um, you've got, I mean, Jessie Buckley, who's doing incredibly well for herself. Uh, you've got... She's amazing. One thing is, she's absolutely amazing. And I was, I was outside just going, I think you're amazing. I was literally starstruck by her when I saw the show. And when I saw her afterwards, she was, it was just the outside of the stage door, and I was going... Uh, <laughs> so you were one of those kind of fans then, yeah? I, I am, I am. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I always said to myself, if I wasn't touring with Sheridan... I'd be outside the stage door doing that. Hi, think you're great. That would be me. That would be me. That would be me, definitely me and Rebecca Locke. Absolutely. Oh, Rebecca's just absolutely like She has helped my lockdown. Like, oh. her Instagram videos are absolutely hilarious. Like, She's brilliant. She's brilliant. Yeah, she definitely is. Um, so, 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 obviously, TV searches do well. I think, I personally think they work because obviously you've got the, especially for the production, more side of things. Because you've got the, the anticipation, like you've obviously at that time you had um, the search for Nancy, Dorothy, Jesus, Joseph. There was a lot of them at that point, and Andrew did a lot, and it did well. Obviously, Jesus yeah. wasn't Andrew, um, it was ITV that did that one, yeah. but same sort of idea, same sort of uh, setup. But yeah. you obviously had that, you've got the hype, and obviously, oh, so I've watched this every Saturday night now, so I want to go and see. What yeah. she's like, actually, like as, as Dorothy or Nancy or whatever. Exactly. I mean, if you, I mean, we've got we've got several girls from the very first one, which was obviously um, how to solve problem like Maria, 
And then you've got several girls from the search for Nancy. You've got several boys from Joseph who are still in, in the business. You've got, I mean, loads of them have actually played Joseph since, whether it be at Sunrise or wherever. And, and even you've still got, I mean, like Ben Foster is still going strong uh, from, the, from the Jesus. And there's, low, you know, there's lots of people from that that are still working in the business. I mean, I have to say, when I first heard about the um, uh, I'll do anything to search for Nancy, I actually thought it was the John Barrowman story, but uh, <laughs> but how? No, no, that's different. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Uh, but um, but it's you know I, yeah I I'm like I I honestly don't understand why. Well, I understand why people kind of go oh oh no, but it's like well, and then it happens, and then it makes jobs for us. It yeah. creates this work for us. So, and I've been in two of them, so I'm like fine with it. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Yeah, we, are we doing another one? I'm there. I am there. Yeah. So, First one we're doing now. Yeah, I'll, I'll fill in that one. That's my problem. Yeah, I, w- I won't be doing another Jesus one though, because if I ended up as Jesus, they'd need a reinforced cross. I mean, you know, concrete or something. I don't know how they're going to get me up there. Come on, lift. <laughs> so, so that'll be interesting. No, the, 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 I think I think they do work definitely from from a public side of things, from the audience side of things, it definitely works, um, and it does. It, it kind of brings new talent in, as you, as you said. There's loads of them still. Yeah, I could name quite a few. That well, you've got Sophie Evans, who you worked oh, with, yeah. Danielle Hope, who obviously yeah. was in the same production. You didn't work with Danielle; she had left no. that point. She, she left it. by that point, so I, I, still, I, I hope. Uh, you've got obviously got Jodie Prenger, who wasn't mm. that. She was Nancy, obviously. Um, you've got quite a few. I can't even... Connie Fisher. <laughs> do you know? Do you know that Jodie Prenger? I don't know if anybody knows this. I'm sure people do, but maybe it's just me and my brain that how it works. Do you know that Jodie Prenger was the very first woman winner of The Biggest Loser all over the world? Yeah. Did not know that. There we go. Well, now you do. All over the world, she was the very first. Very first ever winner of the biggest. Of, no, of woman winner of the biggest. Aye, the winner, sorry, the winner. Yeah, Prior, yeah it was. It was season two, I think, of the English version, and there was, and all the American versions had all been won by men up until that point, and then she won, and then a year later, uh, a woman won in America. I know that's a useless information. Obviously, nobody really wants to know apart from me, but it's my favorite program. God knows why. Look at me. Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> it's quite a good program to watch, I've got to say. Uh, watching other people struggle. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Go on, get up here. Yeah, make me feel good. <laughs> oh, you're done. You should don't eat that, Chris. Don't eat the Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, sure. Yeah, that's definitely me. Uh, so, so Lindsay asks, why did you choose Brazil to live in? You lived in Brazil for a wee bit, did you know it? Yes. I did. I got married. Oh, in Brazil? Was that Brazil you got married in? Uh, in where? Sorry, in the in the building. What? Sorry. In Brazil. <laughs> no, we got married here. No, we got married in Portugal. Actually, we got married in Portugal. Came back to England uh, to finish off uh, the the end of the run of uh, Stephen Ward, uh, and that that was finished pretty quickly. And uh, <laughs> nothing I can do about it. And uh, and then yeah, and then we went to Brazil, and we stayed there for three three and a bit years yeah and uh, it was great actually i really enjoyed myself it was beautiful again teaching i was teaching out there i didn't do any i didn't do any theater because my portuguese is not that good that would have been not good for them to watch but uh, yeah that, that's why we went to brazil because will is brazilian so oh, is he, he from brazil yeah my full yeah. name is brazilian my full name is martin rodriguez callahan so Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it should go for that one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Can can you imagine me out there in Brazil burning (laughs) on a regular basis? I just was red constantly, like, hello. It's my skin colour. I am red. Yeah. It was awful. I'm a new type of Great. No, no. So, so Ruby asks, uh, what is better, touring or static for performing-wise? Okay, if I'm, uh, I know this sounds, I have to clarify the answer because it's two ways. Uh, when single, touring, because it's, you know, you're out, you're with your, your touring family, which is the company, and you're having a laugh, and you go to Madame Tussauds or whatever, wherever you end up. When you're married, 
West End static because then you can be at home. Yeah. You know, and and you have you know what approaches a, a normal a normal life because you know your evenings are just not your own. So you know. So yeah. So it's it, it's it depends where I have been in my life really. When I've been single, touring. When I'm uh, when I'm married, I I prefer the static. Because when Curtains was in the West End, it was like, oh, thank God, I'm at home. This is wonderful. Yeah, no, that, not that far. So it's, yeah, uh, as I say, it was a four-week run, five-week run in the West End. But, uh, five-week run. Five yeah, week it was run. November. It was Christmas time. It was yeah. Too short. I honestly felt that it could have had way longer. I really did. There's a question about that, so we'll, we'll come to that in a minute. Uh, we'll get your thoughts on that. Um, so obviously we're going into a bit more about curtains here. Uh, so Olivia, she asks, what's your favourite song in curtains? Um, my favourite song in curtains is uh, is not mine. It's uh, Thinking of Him that Carly sang every night. And I was always stood at the side. I only ever saw her in profile during the song because <laughs> I stood at the side of her always. I'm supposed to be crying. And because and I, used to, I just used to think this to myself, like, go on. Go on, belt it. Go on, girl, belt it. There were a couple of nights where she, she said she went, I never noticed. But uh, she's, oh, she's phenomenal. So that, and I have to say, it's a business. It's a business. Uh, which I did do a little bit in it, but, you know. Yeah. I was, it, was, it, was, it was Rebecca's big number. She's fabulous, isn't it? Oh, that's the one. That's the one with the the, the ladder and everything, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, oh just, yeah. Just, I mean, this is the thing. You know, it wasn't. The thing was, is that it wasn't a huge budget production. Yeah, the set was great because it was beautiful and the way it looked and the things that they did with it. But they were so inventive with everything that they did, and that was what was amazing about it. And that ladder business was brilliant. I mean, I don't think I could have done it myself, having a fear of stairs and heights on stage but the way she tipped over was just amazing it just looked it looked effortless and yeah. I don't think it was because I don't think she particularly enjoyed it but it looked effortless she looks effortless she definitely did. the whole performance like as I say I went to see it on opening night at the not the the first one but the one in the West End yeah. at the Wyndham's uh, having really known nothing about it and I love that with musicals I prefer to do that especially with new ones like this um, obviously going to see Mamma Mia with nothing, knowing nothing's a bit wrong because you can't really do that. But, yeah. but going into this, knowing nothing was easy. And obviously all I knew was it was a musical comedy because, well, a, mu a musical who done it as well because that's how yeah. they advertised it. Um, and it's brilliant. Like, it was so cheesy. Like, yeah. it literally, from the word go to the word end, it just smelled like cheese the whole time. It was brilliant. <laughs> I love cheese, don't get me wrong. Um, you cannot beat a bit of cheese on this theatre. Um, but, and it, it it didn't try to be fantastic. Like, no, it was great. I'm not I'm not saying yeah. it off in any way. I'm not saying it was wrong, but it didn't try like some musicals especially our new ones can come out and go, Oh, we're them is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas it didn't do that, it, it made it its own, it was it was unique. It, it was a yeah. who done it without a doubt, it was a who done yeah. it. Yeah, I mean we were what we were, you know, like I say, we were we didn't have a major budget. No. We we but even though the sets looked phenomenal we didn't have you know it wasn't like oh look at look at our sets that are now about to you know and suddenly it was 1930s this that and the other no it was um oh, 1950s i should say um <laughs> well uh how easily they forget <laughs> it's only been a matter of weeks but it's you know this the, it just was what it was and like you say it's a whodunit it's a whodunit and, oh, I, yeah, and I it definitely it. is a whodunit because i'm sitting and i think as i said to you before it, it was definitely rebecca's a character I had a, we're not going to say anything in case it comes back uh, we'll not reveal we'll not say too much but I had Rebecca's character um, mm. the whole time uh, I'm not going to say if I was right or not but um, when it actually came out I was like oh okay okay it's interesting um, as I say we're not going to reveal who it was but it was oh no. it was no no well, no not, but it was great it really yeah, was it, you, you never know I think I, I'm, I'm touch, touch wood that it has life after this i mean you know because I, I always said to myself that you know it should have done way longer in london it would i think it would have done a, a quite a, a longish run not like years and years and years because it's not the mousetrap but you know i think it could have done i think it could have done about six months or so 
and that would have been great. Well, yeah, yeah. It, and it was in a nice theatre. It was in a nice size yeah. theatre. That was the thing. It wasn't in too big because some musical <laughs> naming no names. I will. <laughs> but for for filling it, I think it was a, yeah. a nice size. Because um, some musicals and <laughs> naming no names come in and do like to the Coliseum and it doesn't work because the Coliseum's massive. Yeah. Um, so that is it. it picked the right theatre. Mm. Uh, so, so Pat Connor, he asks, I don't know, I don't kind of agree with this one, but that's my opinion. Curtains was a very underrated musical, which I think it was. That, that, bit, yeah. that bit I do agree with. Uh, but he also thinks it was under-advertised. So he asks, do you think that marketing could have been better for the show, especially for the West End run? That's hard to say. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm never ever, because, you know, the marketing pro, uh, uh, team on any show, uh, they have their, they have their work cut out for them. You know, I mean, it, it, here's the thing, trying to get any musical on any TV show these days is really, really hard. It's really hard because unless there's an angle that they can come in on, they don't care. Even like, you know, like, like for example, this morning wanted Jason on there, but to talk about his comedy, they weren't that interested in saying like, well, do you want to come and talk about the, the, the show? They were like, no, let's talk about your comedy. And it was sort of like, well, the whole point is, you know, so it's, you know, and that's, and that's just the way they are. And that's fine, you know, because I mean, hey, you know, I mean, but I, hey, I love this morning. Lovely Philip. God bless you. Um, but, you know, it's just the way it is. So it's hard to try and get musicals out there. But especially you know, musicals that nobody knows about. Exactly. And this was and this was a low key one because we didn't have, you know, it's not like Michael Ball in, you know, or um I can't remember his name now. What's his name? Not Ramon Tikram, but somebody I worked with. Ramu Ra Rami Ramin Kamalu. Thank you. You're you're great with these names. Just saying, so you know, I'm really bad with names. I, I kind of guess that's okay. Is, I guess that goes in here, and goes out there. Uh, you know, do, but do you know what I mean? There's and there's nobody. There's not really anybody in that that made even like the musical theatre profession go. Oh, gotta go and see that because it's got such and such a body in it. I mean, apart from Becky Locke and Sam Holmes. Oh, and Alan Burke and uh, uh, yeah, but well, every every apart from me, basically. Uh, but no, no, you know, do you know what I mean? No, there was nobody who went, oh my God, I must see that because it's got Martin Callahan in it. So, uh, so it is hard. It's hard to get it out there. But I mean, I know that they, it was on every tube, every tube. You know, you'd be walking, you know, you'd be going, I'll say walking, or the escalators ain't happening. But you're no, going, no, on no, the, I'm the same. Well, I'll watch the people be, walk up and go, why? You'd just be letting it glide past you. And you go, oh, there we are. Oh, there we are. So, you know, that, you know, they did everything they possibly could. Yeah. So, just uh, obviously, Connor found out that they, what he maybe didn't find it that advertised. But yeah. no, that's the thing. But no, I, I uh, thought it was good, and it was. I think there was the names you had. It obviously for the West End and some of the two you did have already. Um, mm. Obviously, as the Strictly winner, um, you had Jason, which would have helped bring what I mean the older is, what generation. I mean is, in. You know, like you know, like you've got your names. And then you've got the people uh, that people go, oh, in our business, who go, oh, I want to see that because it's got them in it. It, it. Do you know what I mean? And that's what that's what I mean. It wasn't it wasn't like here are the all the amazing drawers come and see the show. It, it didn't, you know, it did, and we were a low key show. And really, it was kind of like nobody really knew anything about the show. Really, you know, everybody went, well, what's it about? And then you can't really say, well, because it's so complicated. It's, you know, it's a musical who done it with layers. It's a musical and a musical and a musical. Musical. <laughs> musical. Yeah. yeah, the musical. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But no, it was, it was very good, I've got to say. So Elizabeth wants to know, what was your favourite venue on tour? Uh, I love all the Matcham venues. So yeah. for me, it's like uh, Nottingham, Theatre Royal, uh, The King's in Glasgow. Kings. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, oh, Newcastle Theatre Royal. Uh, one of my favourites, though, for the backstage, I suppose, is, uh, although it's miles away from the stage, which is hell on earth, but the dressing rooms are nice, uh, are, is uh, Sunderland. 
I like I like the way Sunderland Theatre looks. It's because it's got these like boxes that just like they're like staircases. Like oh, you could do a really good scene from there. But um, it's brilliant. But also the the dressing rooms are nice, and that's that's important. I think I think it's important to have a nice dressing room. Yeah, because you've got to relax. You've got to feel relaxed there. Yeah, it's yeah. your home away from home when you're traveling, especially on tour. Exactly. You've got to feel relaxed. Yeah. Uh, just a couple more questions from the, from the fans. Um, Anne wants to know what was the best thing about playing Oscar Shapiro. Um, again, he's one of those characters that you can allow to just happen because he's not he's not in, he's not that important to the story. He's not. You could literally go and take him out, and the story would still continue. But what he does do is he asks the questions that the audience need answering. <laughs> so you'll hear him like say things, which song is this? What? And he's like, you know, which song is this? And you were there. And so, it, you know, it's kind of, he, he is the audience really. He's kind of there for that. So that was the nice thing about Oscar is that he's a, a, a cipher for the audience reaction. So, I mean, there's, I'm not saying like the audience needed to look at me. They should, obviously. Definitely, any time that Martin Callahan's on stage. Hello, hello. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it was like it was like if you watch me, you'll know how to understand this. You'll know how to react to this. So that that's how I that's what I felt about him. That's why that's I loved a, him. He was great. It was actually quite a good character. I'm, I'm sure it was a quite a fun character to play. Mm. It was a fun show because it was a laugh a minute. Like Samuel oh. is an absolute scream. Like anything he was in stage. I was in tears, like literally in tears. Can you imagine what he's like backstage? Yes, unfortunately I can, which didn't help me when I was sitting in the audience. Times 10, times 10. And you're just listening to him, you're just going, where did it come from? Because it's not like, you know, like some people have like, uh, like three or four insults that they have for people and they're always the same. Samuel can just come up with stuff on the spot and you're just going, how, how where, did it come, where did it come from? It's brilliant, he's brilliant, he is brilliant. Mm. I watched actually one of the times because I was I'm a massive fan of Dave and Hansen, which obviously oh. their stage door backed onto yours when you were in the yeah. best end, uh, which you knew kind of. Uh, it was great to watch when you because the, the the night I was there, one of the nights I was there watching curtains, and the night you signed my program, I was watching the, the Dave and Hansen cast, or not the cast, but the the fans, and they're looking at going, and who's this? Well, why are you here? Like, well, this is another theatre, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, mm. but that's quite funny. Uh, but and the amount of people that well, then also when Jason walked out, kind of left you, Dave and Hansen went, Oh, there's Jason. I went, You want to see the show? Big it up, yeah. Like, Got your own show over there. Go on, see the show, <laughs> just say the show, you know. Yeah, uh, Sam's okay. Go on, yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, don't, don't insult my Sam, please. Okay, I'm not insulting him. I think, oh, oh that's all right. I think, we're, like, oh, we're God, no. no, I'm just thinking about <laughs> the fans. Go on, book it up at Sam's. Go on, oh, yeah. He's that. I, just, I thought he was brilliant. I was really, he was, I just was like that throughout the whole show. There are certain moments that. Like that? Was it? I, I couldn't see the I show. Loved, oh, I loved it. I just, there was something about it that just uh, mesmerized me. And the music's stunning anyway. I mean, there were a few moments that I did kind of go, huh? But certainly not the young cast. Uh, but uh, I. But I, I really, no names. Do not get into that one. <laughs> No names. No, don't uh, but I don't name which it. adult. No, no, no. We're down to three, but we'll not name which one. <laughs> Let's not say anything. But uh, you're very against Dr. John Barrowman. It's not just the Dales. He's not in it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. God bless him. The thing, is, the love, thing is, I love John Barrowman. I just like taking the Mickey out of John Barrowman. Um, John Barrowman for me is fantastic, and everything that he's done. Since he left, musical theatre has been astonishing. You know, it's like wow, he's just been in every sci-fi program ever going, and I love it. But uh, but I do like really taking the Mickey out of John Brown. No, he's lovely, he's successful, and he can take it. Yeah, so there you go. and he can I'm give not... it back. That's definite. No, definitely. Oh God, yeah, oh yeah, tenfold. In fact, I'm frightened for this video coming out. <laughs> we'll tag him in it. Yeah. <laughs> so he sees it. Make sure he's set. Uh, so, so Chloe can ask the last question about curtains. She says, do you, 
I think you've kind of answered it, but I better ask it just for Chloe's sake. Okay. Uh, do you think that Curtin's worked as a musical murder mystery? Do you think that part of it worked? Absolutely. Look, it, it's it's a show within a show within a show of the musical, and it, you know, and yes, there are moments of it you think, well, which bit is this? Fine, fair enough. But I mean, if you were confused as to who actually the murderer was right up until it was revealed, then it absolutely did its job. It absolutely did its job. And the thing it was is, one of those, I was sitting going, okay, so it's them. Oh, oh no, and then something else would oh. happen, or 100% is them. I mean, like with all the great Agatha Christie's, because I love Ag- Agatha Christie's, I think she's brilliant, especially Marple, love the Marple. Yeah. Uh, she, she gives you little red herrings. She says something, you go, oh, oh, that, oh, that, oh. And it had that all the way through it. Even at one point, I was a red herring, which I always thought was like, am I? What? Really? You made at one point, you were in my list at one point. Yeah, because he, he says, oh, maybe it was the letter O, and then somebody comes and goes, Oscar, your sandwich is ready. And, and it's like, Oh, oh, that fat bugger. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was him. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, so there, you know, there are lots of red herrings. It, it's pointing in so many different directions. And so, yeah, if you can't guess who it was until it's revealed, then it absolutely works. Absolutely. And the, be- the best thing about it I loved was you went onto social media after it and there, was no- there wasn't much. It's got the same kind of... Not the same following like per se, but the same kind of secrecy as the mousetrap. Yeah. Because there's not much on social media. Yeah. And also it was great that nobody revealed who it was, because then it yeah. really kept the mystery. It was lovely. No, it was nice. Um, so, so I've only got one question for you. Uh, it's my, my question. I want to, oh. I've always wanted to know. Um, and it's just, it's not actually about you, but it's about you, if that makes sense. You'll know in a minute. Um, did you know Jason was the hedgehog? I think I've frozen. No, you're still with me. Oh, bugger. Um, did I know? <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Did we as a company know? No. Did I know? Yes. Because he'd said something to me during rehearsal, and he said it on the show, and I went... And then I paid more attention to how he was standing, and I went, oh, my God. And then I... <laughs> I went in, uh, I went in and, uh, and I was just talking to him. I said, oh, keep meaning to ask you something. Do you know the lyrics to Black Magic by Little Mix? And he went, what? I went, I'm oh, just asking. And I just kept asking him questions like that. But I knew it was him. I, I knew it was him. The whole, the whole continuity. I figured it out. But I know. But the, but the thing is, there was, it was what he said was that he died every night at 8.30. And, that was, and he'd said that about when he was in Sweeney Todd. Yes. No, that's the thing. It was. I, I remember going to to the stage door one night. I think it was the night you were there actually. Uh, it was. It was a week. I went. I can tell you exactly because the tickets are actually still in here. Uh, I found it that day. It was a week after. So that he was in. He was. He was obviously on week one of the, yeah. the Hedgehog. I see. He the Hedgehog was on week one, and I went and got the program signed at stage door, and I. Jason was there and I went, oh, Jason, can you just sign? No bother, sign there. And I went, oh, Jason, two seconds, can you, can you sign this? And I had a picture of the hedgehog. I'd printed oh. out the, the publicity photo of the hedgehog. <laughs> I said, oh, could you just sign that for me? And he went, yeah, no bother. I took the pen off me and went, oh, wait, what's this? I've never seen that in my life. <laughs> he very nearly, he just said, nearly just signed it. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, oh, you've never seen it in your life, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, it was... I love that show. Like that show has yeah. really, you know, that's a different. So I just wanted to know if you knew, but you didn't know. Yeah. He, he never told the company that surely. No. He couldn't. I mean, contractually, he just couldn't. He couldn't say. Even when I was going up to him, going, eh, 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 I know it's you. Eh, eh, he was going, I don't know what you're talking about. So he was. He was very good. He actually. He actually. I have to say, he had, he pretty much had a poker face all the way, every single time, apart from that once when his face. Because he was in cartoons when it was filmed, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just, I think we were in rehearsals. We were in rehearsals when it was filmed. Yeah, because it it's a great show. But anyway, that was our last question. Uh, all, all I'm going to mention now is obviously you, you've started a new online musical theatre course, I see, yes. Inter Academy. You want to tell us a bit more about that? Oh, yes, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, Inter Academy, uh, which is great because it's international on the internet, Inter. Oh. And and basically, not it's just a, a pretty fancy, face there, uh, See, these thoughts go around my head all the time. 
where it all comes from. Uh, and, and basically, it's a foundation level musical theatre course for anybody. I mean, if you've, you, you know, if you've been like thinking about doing musical theatre and you've been to an acting school and you think, ooh, maybe I could, I want to do some musical theatre, this is the course for you. If you're literally starting out, this is the course for you. I mean, we've got, you know, if we've got, we've already got a real range of abilities in musical theatre, you know, from people who've been in films to people who've been, who've done absolutely nothing. And that's the way, you know, that's what we, we love about it. We've got this one girl, God bless her, who's been selling out arenas around Portugal and she's doing the tour, uh, she's doing the course. So it's just things like that where I'm just like, wow, okay, thank you. Thank you for yeah, wanting yeah. to come on the course. And now I'm worried, but it's got, <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's open to everybody. It's not just like if you're a seasoned professional. It's just literally for everybody because I want to start it right from the very beginning and just say, here's what you need to do. No, that sounds great. Yeah. That is what the we'll do then, to, to help you, do you have a website? Uh, a, we don't have a website, Facebook but there's lots or... of emails. We've got, oh, we've got, we've got a Facebook fan page that you can write to. It's probably good. That's right. So what we'll do is we'll pop it in the bio of the video. Uh, we'll no. pop a link to, to whatever you send us. If you let us know links and stuff, we'll, we'll pop them in. Absolutely. Uh, so that if people do are interested in it, they, they can get in contact with you easier. Than, than, than having to, to Google. That'd be lovely, thank you. No, no, not a problem. Uh, that's what we're here for, is to help you guys. The last couple of things, um, just the last bit is our, what I like to call, and it's only me, I don't know why I keep saying this, because it literally is only me that uses it. It's the West End Talks quick fire round. Oh, okay. Oh. Get the brain uh, going, come on. Couple of questions, just, it's more about you, it's about Martin, not uh, anything you've pl played in the past or anything. Uh, and it's just, first one is, what's your favourite musical theatre song? Uh, it doesn't have losing, to be one you've performed. It oh be good, it, it, it certainly wouldn't be anything I've performed. Uh, losing My Mind, Follies. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Definitely that's, that's best, a good one. Best song ever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's quite an apt one for at the moment for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> especially apt named anyway. Hey, so what would your dream role be? Oh, Edna. Edna in Hairspray. I mean, I would have to shave, which would kill me, but I'd do it anyway. Uh, yeah, Edna in Hairspray. I just I could 100% see you. I'm desperate to play it one day. Maybe, touch wood. Well, well what I'll do is I'll, I'll trip Michael Ball up. <laughs> Make sure he can't yeah. play it. <laughs> They'll need somebody. No, 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 no disrespect to Michael Ball, you know. My no, lovely friend Chris Howell will do it. No, we love my, I actually really love Michael Ball, and I thought he was brilliant in chess. I really did. I thought, this is the role he was born to play. I always wanted to see him play this role, because I always thought in my head, Michael Ball should play this. He'd be brilliant. And then he did. Uh, but again, I think, you know, the, the, the theatre is huge, and chess somehow needs to be more intimate. You know, it's a big piece. needs to be intimate. But I loved it. I loved it. But... Uh, if it was, if it was, no, my, don't trip Michael Ball up because then Chris Howell will go on, who's amazing. It wouldn't be me, it would be Christopher. So we'll trip Kyle, we'll Chris, Chris up and then we'll get you in as, as Yeah, understood. fair enough. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll work that out. We'll maybe edit that out so that if it does mm. happen, it's not you that's accused, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's you imagine? It does, but you, Hello, you Mr. Imagine? Oh, police at my door. <laughs> not but my door, don't worry. So, Obviously, you said Edna would be a dream role, but what would be your dream gender bend role? So, in that respect, is from a, a no, but no, no, not that yeah. kind of gender bend. What would you, that's initially that's actually a female character? Gypsy. Gypsy Rosalie. So, yeah, Mama Rose, Mama Rose, not Gypsy Rosalie. I'm not going to do take my clothes off on stage. Help the hell no. Although I have done. Nobody wants to see that. Anymore. Anymore. Okay. It's, it's happened, but never happening ever again, ever. Never say it ever. Uh, no, I oh, yes, we can. Yes, we can. It's in my contract. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next cast of Magic Mike. Uh, <laughs> God, can you imagine? It literally would be Magic Mike X, 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 L. So, no, come on. <laughs> So the Mama Rose would be your favourite. Let's bring it back. So I Mama Rose. Mama Rose, not a uh, magic mic. No. 
So your last question okay. with, for, the, for this fantastic chat is what is your top five shows? So not uh, the ones you've been in. It doesn't have okay. to be one. Okay, but it, it, well, one of them definitely is. Oh, it can Chess. be. Yeah. Chess, because I, I loved it before I was ever in it. Uh, Chess, Follies, because it's just phenomenal. Uh, and I've seen it about 500 times different productions. Um, Chicago. Yeah. Dear Evan Hansen. And, it, and not my production, not the production I did, but uh, a, a production that I saw actually on television, Jesus Christ Superstar, which is uh, stunning. It was just stunning. I was like, ah, this is brilliant. So that, those are probably my top five. Yeah, no, Jesus is a fantastic musical. I saw the arena tour and then I saw it at the Barbican last year as well and it just was oh, yeah. yes, absolutely fantastic. So that kind of brings us to the end. The last thing that we're going to bring up is, have you heard of the Ice Bucket Challenge? ASL Ice Bucket Challenge, yes. You've heard of it? I've heard of it. Yes, that's right. We're not going to ask you to put ice over yourself. Don't oh, worry, you can relax. Thank God. Thank <laughs> the Lord. Worried uh, there. Go ahead. No, no, we're not. Don't worry. We can, you can relax. All we're going to ask you. Remember, when you did it, you had to pour the ice over yourself and then nominate somebody to go through the torture. Yeah. So what we're going to ask you to do is nominate somebody to do the next, not necessarily the uh -huh. next talk. I talk in the future, so it could be anyone you want from Theatre World, preferably somebody that you know, so you've got a bit of kind of pull with them. Yeah. And talk to them and can don't name Angeloid Weber if you have no control over Angeloid Weber. You know, I'd, as much as we'd love to talk to him, <laughs> but you know, have somebody, can you imagine a friend? So, who would you like to, to nominate? I nominate Samuel Holmes. Oh my god, I'd love it! I'd actually, love I swear it. to god, literally, all you're gonna have to do is cut, 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 <laughs> cut, cut, cut. You That's can't say that. Robbie, then. That's you can't say that, Gus. It's going to be, it would be hilarious. He would, he would be, you'd be literally here for about three hours, but it would be hilarious. So That's I nominate Samuel Holmes. So all we have to do then, all we ask you to do is at the end, go on to Twitter mm -hmm. and put up a tweet just to uh -huh. say, um, just on my talk with West End Talks, and obviously tag is in it. Uh, now it's your turn, Samuel, and send okay. the tag to try and get him, to get him into it. Because that, that would be great. But that, that's us. That's us at the Thank end. Thank you. No, no bother. Thank you very much. So all that's left for you guys at home to remember is me and Martin had great fun today. I'm sure Martin had fun anyway. Um, but we're not just here for fun. We're here to raise money for charity. Um, and the charity, obviously, is acting for others. And it supports the, the, the theatre community, not just at the moment in the situation, all year round. But they are helping at the moment as well. So anything at all you can you can donate, uh, it'll be gratefully received in the link below. Um, and then all that's left for me to say is next time uh, we have Michael Vinson, who will be playing Connie Collins in the London Coliseum version of Hairspray when it opens. At the moment, it's currently open the first of September, but we'll we'll, we'll hold fire on the date. Uh, but he's coming next, so tune tune in next time. But Martin, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, it's been thank you. A laugh a minute. It generally has. It's been great fun. But thank you once again. And Bye. guys, take care. Bye. Jake!